0: A Jets fan. Yes. As a battered Jets fan. You hello? You play to win the game. <laughs> like, I
1: can't. How am I going to do that? How you gonna make that, that jump? That. I appreciate that. Let's I- go eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around.
0: No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome everybody to episode number 46 of the battered jet Trend podcast which that episode is not right that date is not right we got to get that fixed in a second but i will get that fixed in a second how are you doing
1: sir i'm doing quite amazing quite amazing sir listen we're starting off rough already man first uh the battered ceo himself had an injury delayed our recording now we're recording on at 12 o'clock in the afternoon to drop this epic episode that we have because you guys are you guys got a hell of a joke or not that you're facing this week. And that's what we're going to be uh, yeah. touching on here in a few minutes.
0: Yeah, when that sciatic nerve says that you're not going to do anything, you listen because it will not allow you to do absolutely yeah. anything. So uh, it flared up, knocked me down, and uh, I'm on muscle relaxers now. So this should be interesting, right?
1: It is going to be interesting. Listen, he's going to be very happy during this show because of those muscle relaxers he's currently on. And uh, maybe the pain of having to face the Philadelphia Eagles won't affect you as much.
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely, that's a positive right there. Yeah, that all is right, but positive. let's let's get into it. Uh, we're playing against the Eagles, um, yep. and we've literally, literally, the only NFL team that we've never beaten, which uh, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy stat to me, honestly, for to, to go twelve and zero against the team. But that is one of the reasons I'm feeling a little optimistic. But uh, little. before we get into that, uh, let's get into last week. It feels like we win at the price of achilles mm-hmm. tendons mm-hmm. we got two wins and we've gone down two achilles tendons the two major contributors on the offense and Rodgers, of course and then our our best offensive lineman i think hands down avt have both gone down now with achilles injuries and uh man a, it's it's a it's a tough photo to swallow especially when the offensive line was a huge question mark and then we have dwayne brown that's out but back then moved over to the left avt was doing great at the right and then again it's like every year it's a constant struggle with the offensive line so and here we go again
1: i i think that the only positive you could take away from this is that i think everybody got what they wanted dwayne brown is no longer in the lineup mckay becton jet fans both get what they wanted they get to move to the left hand side now lord 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 help you guys is billy turner your right tackle now moving forward
0: no, I, I think that our right tackle now is um, is Max Mitchell. Like, I had been asking for a while. I know some people were like, oh, that doesn't happen to AVT if he doesn't move to right tackle. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I guess he doesn't have to um, – I mean, guards move just as much, especially when they pull. Sure. So I think that could have happened regardless. But I think that, that that's something I heard going around. I don't know how, how how true that would be. But I never wanted AVT at right tackle. I wanted him to stay at guard. And I thought that we could always put Max Mitchell at right tackle. So, ultimately, Max Mitchell is at right tackle now, and I think the top is going to stay. Unfortunately, AVT is down for the year, but maybe he could take some of the shrooms that Aaron Rodgers is going to take, and he'll be back in three (laughs) months like Aaron Rodgers.
1: Um, I think it's a little bit different for uh, 300-pounders. It might be just a little bit different to get back in in a healthy amount of time. Um, I guess I don't want to be Debbie Downer here, Danny, but your O-line – which uh, Mr. Gunny Gumby was so positive about to begin the season. Top 10 O-line was going to be this season. That's what he thought. Um, It's looked looked terrible. It's looked very terrible. I think that's the nicest way to put it.
0: At times, it has looked bad. Yeah, for sure.
1: Right. As far as pass protection, let's go pass protection. Running game, they did a great job last week. Run blocking was amazing last week. So, at least pass blocking, it's been quite terrible. The loss of AVT gives me that much more to worry about as an outsider looking in about your team's chances this week because you got a style defense coming into town
0: but there, there is a positive and the positive is that when abt moved to right tackle that opened up a spot for joe titman our first mm-hmm. round pick which i thought shouldn't be starting from the from the get-go you at did. center right they moved him at right guard which is fine he hasn't given up any pressures on my understanding he hasn't given any pressure he's looked great he's looked great so we lost AVT at guard when he moved to tackle, but we still have a great right guard. Left tackle, Beckton has looked okay. Tomlinson, I'm not a fan of, but no, I guess not. he hasn't been the worst in the league. Uh, Connor McGovern is okay. Max Mitchell is okay. Do I think we have a top 10 offensive line like Gunny might have thought that we might? No. Even with injuries aside, I still don't think this would have been a top 10 offensive line. For sure. But I, I think that we're serviceable. I think that they, they can do enough, enough, to kind of keep us in games.
1: Do you think they could do enough this week? I know we're gonna pre- preview the Eagles here in a few minutes, but do you think they could do enough for you this week?
0: Yeah, um, they don't have Amika Parsons, so I think they. Think- no, they don't.
1: Right. That's a very good. That's a fair, very fair point.
0: Right. So uh, I think that that's when we look the worst. Right. Our f- offensive line hasn't looked great against Denver. It didn't look great in the first half. No. But in the second half, all of a sudden they started giving Zach Wilson more time. So yep. obviously they have it in them as long as they're not playing against Mika Parsons, which then again, everybody looks like that against Mika Parsons. For sure. Except except if you're the San Francisco 49ers. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm going to withhold complete judgment of the offensive line until the bye week. We have have the Eagles now and then the Giants afterwards, Mm -hmm. so we'll see how that goes. All right, Uh, man. But AVT, not going to be here the rest of the year. Somebody that we also aren't sure how often he's going to play, Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. I, I, I dusted off the jersey, got rocking with the Zach Wilson jersey again. And um, I mean, I, I feel like the verdict, the jury's out because I feel like mm. he's played okay. I feel like he's played okay. But a lot of people are still saying he's trash.
1: Now, a lot. That's why right. when you said the jury is out, I, I think you mean a jury of one because a lot of people think that he's, he's done for it.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing. Well, no, I, I've heard a lot of Zach Wilson supporters also on Twitter. Some people are still saying he's – hes look, nobody's saying that he's an all-pro player, no. that he's going to be a, a Hall of Famer, that he's going to lead this team to the Super Bowl. Nobody's saying that. But I think with a lot of people that are pro Zach Wilson right now, they're saying he's improved. He's looked better. he He's probably a better option than Trevor Simeon, than – um, who's this other backup kid? I forgot his name already. Um, don't, oh, my. Oh my! It's all right. Well That guy. Well, yeah, yeah, that guy. I can't remember his name, but he is the best option we have at the moment. And and I'm okay. I think he's looked okay. Tim he's Boyle.
1: Looked,
0: Tim Boyle. Thank you. He's looked better. What do you think so far, as an outsider's perspective on Zach Wilson?
1: I'll be honest with you, man. I like I said last week. After we got we got done recording our post game reaction show, I think. He's looked much better than what I was going to give him credit for. Okay, because I thought that a, a full year under the study of Aaron Rodgers, we were going to get a much better Aaron uh, Zach Wilson next year. Obviously, long behold, he gets thrown into the flame. Boom! Right away, four plays in. Here he goes, Zach Wilson. It's your year again. What I've seen over the last two weeks gives me enough, as an outsider looking in, to say I don't think. I don't think you should be ready to give up on him yet because a lot of it affects what Zach Wilson does. The play calling has been horrendous. Nathaniel Hackett needs to get his shit together because I get it. You're not playing with Aaron Rodgers, but Zach Wilson does have strength. You could take advantage of him, one being his legs. Do you need to incorporate a little bit more of an RPO in this offense? Fake it to uh, fake it to Brees Hall, Run out of the pocket because we've seen him escape the pocket, step up in the pocket, get out of there, get you first downs, get you five-yard chunk change plays. I think Zach Wilson could get you a lot, even if it's not, like somebody commented on our last video, even if it's not Zach Wilson throwing for 350 yards, he could do enough to win you a game by taking care of the rock and making smart, efficient plays like running out of the pocket. I think Zach Wilson is definitely improving from last year. Like we said, and – Listen, Danny and I are doing this thing that a lot of people don't like that we're setting the bar so low for Zach Wilson. But in all fairness, when you're when you're comparing him to Aaron Rodgers, you've got to set the bar as low as possible because he's nowhere in that same vector of Aaron Rodgers. So he's completing the short passes, something that he wasn't able to do in his first couple of years. He's running out of the pocket and not throwing interceptions, something he wasn't able to do the first couple of years. These are positives that you're taking into this Eagles game. And I get it. This Eagles is a whole other beast that's coming at you guys. But I feel slightly optimistic about his chances of looking decent this upcoming game.
0: When looking at Zach Wilson as a whole this year, Mm -hmm. I I, I think it took him a second. Right. And and it's understandable that Bill's game, we understood. Like, I, I saw an interview with him not too long ago where he was like, you know, I knew our quarterback's 39 years old. There might be a moment where I end up having to play this season. Not four plays into the season, though. Nope. At that point, I was like, what the hell is going on? And that was his thought process. So he kind of just winged it. He looked okay. I think we all agreed he looked okay. He wasn't bouncing the ball. I know the nope. bar is very low, but he wasn't bouncing the ball. Nope. And then you had that game against Mika Parsons, which it's a standalone. They, they, he had no chance. So we kind of threw those two games away. Then the big game against the Patriots, I think after watching him against the Cowboys, I think there's a chance or or possibility that the coaching staff was a little scared. They're like, maybe Zach can't do this. And they were very conservative. He was also missing a lot of reads. Like, it was just a bad situation. I agree. But I think when his back was up against the wall and against the Chiefs, and then the coaching staff said, F it. What do we have to lose at this point? He showed that he can do this. Now, we followed that great performance up with the game against the Broncos where we knew that the Broncos had a horrible run defense. And we knew we had Brees Hall back there. So they took advantage of that, and then they ran the ball down their throats. They really like A lot of people were like, oh, they're playing very conservative. They're running the ball on first and second down. Well, because it's effective against the Broncos. So I think that that was a lot of game planning. And Zach did what he had to do when he had to do it. That one pass to the the left sideline to Gary Wilson when he slid on his knees that was that was a dime when he found Tyler Conklin on third down uh, late in the fourth quarter. That was also yeah. a great play. Yes, everybody's I like sure? oh, he was wide open, but he hit that pass. Last right. year, maybe he doesn't. He like, doesn't. Maybe, You're absolutely like, like, right. So so pick your bat. Like give him his credit
1: when it when it's due. Like I understand
0: Listen. a lot of times he misses those.
1: Right, we get that we live in a negative world where everyone just wants to be negative fucking Nancy at all time. We and we're not telling you to be. On the opposite spectrum. Oh, Zach Wilson's the greatest. We're not saying that. We're just saying two things can be right at the same exact time. Zach Wilson has looked like he's improved from last year. Is he can you give him the barometer of good? Maybe not. But he's playing good enough so far where he can win you some games. And the aspect of when when he came in, we're like, there goes the season. Maybe the way he's playing, you can have some pause to that where you say maybe everything is not lost just yet. I agree. And then
0: just because I, I want to separate those first three games, maybe some people are like, oh, but you can't do that. I think you can because I think he found his footing during that Chiefs game. Yeah. So when we compare him last year to just the last two games, last year – let me put up the numbers real quick. Mm-hmm. Last year, he was throwing at – his completion percentage was at 54.5. Oof, brutal. He mm. had six touchdowns, seven interceptions, and he played nine games. That was last year's stats. Just the last two games. Looking at just the last two games, his completion percentage is at seventy-two percent. That's a huge, huge improvement. He has two touchdowns, one interception. You can't like he—he's thrown for four hundred forty-four yards in two games. Like I understand that these aren't crazy numbers, but you can't tell me he hasn't improved. You can't tell me he hasn't looked better. Like he's improved. Now, do we think that he's going to lead us to a Super Bowl? Probably not. Is he decent enough if the running game and the defense can play at a high level to Mm. possibly get into the playoffs? I still believe so. I still believe so. So uh, I I think that a lot of people got to give him some slack. Now, if he starts playing like crap against the Giants in two weeks, eh, maybe we have to revisit this
1: conversation. Well, 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 don't skip ahead. One of the things you just said right now, which is going to lead us right into the next topic, is if the run game and defense play good enough to keep Zach Wilson in these games. One of the most talked about things in the last couple of weeks, and you and I have talked about it on the show, is that maybe this defense isn't as great as we thought it was going to be. Like, we thought they were going to come in there and automatically be a top three to top five defense. The way they were coming out of hard knocks, the way they were looking, the, the hype behind them-the 85-85 the Bears, yeah, uh, yeah, comment D- by Peter D- 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 Reed. D- D- Reed. Yeah, listen, Danny. I- I don't want to say it because, you know, I'm a fan of this defense, but I think there's a little inclination that they could be slightly overrated. Now, the rankings don't say that, but they're also not just slapping people in the mouth the way that, quote-unquote, 85 Bears would be doing. Do you think this defense is a little overrated?
0: I don't think it's overrated, and, and I'm going to tell you why because I understand that Brian Costello, a reporter for the New York Jets, put out a ranking where he's like, oh, these are the rankings, right? 14th in scoring, 22 overall, blah blah blah. Basically like and that's he just put up the stats and then just didn't say anything else.
1: Right. right? No no feedback right. behind it. Just right. bomb. He's like, here you go.
0: Here you go. And he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. So I looked into it. And when I looked at it a little closer, a couple things. This is the first time in NFL history that within the first 6 weeks of a team's schedule, they play against four teams that won 12 games the year before. Fair enough. So In the first six weeks, four opponents that won 12 games the year before. That's a tough schedule. Now, with that said, out of the five games that we've played, only the Patriots don't rank in the top 10 in offense. So when you look at that, the fact that we have been able to hold some of these teams to in the teens, low 20s, I think the Cowboys made it to 30, barely, like we this defense has stood up against some of the top offenses, right? I know you think Russell Wilson, ill. It's a top ten offense, like it is what it is. That's it's a top ten offense. Up until so, that point, yes. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that the Jets had the Jets defense has played well, and as the schedule starts to soften up a little bit, right, against teams that didn't win twelve games last year, those stats are going to go up. Like we're going to look a lot better defensively when you're not playing against Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. like We're going to start looking better statistically because that's what people want to see. They want to see the stats. Well,
1: that's my thing. You guys are currently averaging. I want to say this correctly. You guys are currently giving up about 352 yards passing a game, right? The strength of this defense is up front and the DBs that are on this team. Yes, you didn't have DJ Reed last week. My thing is that if you're going to say that this defense has the potential of being the 80, and you obviously didn't say this. But if you're going to put something out there that say this defense has the potential of being the 85 Bears, giving up 352 yards a game in the air is probably not going to get you that. And currently where you're ranked and I get it, it's it's perfectly fair that he just threw numbers out and say, here, guys, do something with it. But this defense should be top five in almost every single category. And I, I just I guess I'm setting the bar too high for this defense because that's what I thought it was going to be coming in. I figured that you guys would just be stomping everyone out on the defense side of the ball and just hoping that the offense would just get you the 20 points needed. Because no way that this defense gives up more than 18 and 20 points a game.
0: When I when I bring up the, the
1: 49ers, for example, mm-hmm. would you would you say that their defense is stout? I wouldn't say stout, but I would say they were top 10.
0: Okay. Well, I, I believe they ranked they might be first or second in defense, right? And when you say that to somebody. They think, oh, of course, that makes sense. They're one of the best teams, but these are the teams that they've beat so far: the Steelers, mm-hmm. the Rams, which put up twenty-three on them, the mm-hmm. Giants, the Cardinals, and then the Cowboys, which was, was a good showing, right? When they beat up on the Cowboys, those stats are skewed. I they agree. They played against three or four shitty teams, so I get it's too early in the season to start throwing stats out there to try to mm. get some clicks.
1: I see what you're doing, like, here. I see so, what you're doing here. yeah,
0: okay. the Jets played against some of the best offenses and they're middle of the pack i get it statistically but when you're playing against a great offense it's hard to stop them. so you can contain them and that's what the jets have done now when I the agree. jets start playing against teams like this when they start beating up on teams like the giants defensively all of a sudden those stats start going up and what do you know the jets are a top 10 defense what do you know they're a top five defense what do you know they look as good as the 49ers defense so i think that it's way too early in the year to start clowning on this defense when they've played against really good offenses That's and fair. then start praising some of these defenses that have played against shitty teams. I'm not saying that when the, when the Niners start playing against better teams that they still won't look great. Right. But I'm saying this is too early to tell. They beat up on the Giants. They beat up on the Steelers. Like, You really think Pickett's going to be throwing for 400 yards against them? No. He's not going to throw against 400 against us either. So I, I just think that, that, that those numbers are, are a little unfair to be uh, using to talk crap about the Jets right now.
1: I, I agree. I agree. I, I am in total agreement with you. Let's get to another point of topic here. Something you wanted to talk about. Kirk Cousins?
0: Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. We wanted him at one point. You did? When, when before he went to, to Minnesota. Now, I I get it. I, I get the wanting Kirk Cousins because Zach Wilson, we're like, maybe he can get us to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Maybe. That's a, maybe. Maybe. With Kirk Cousins, all of a sudden you're like, I think we're a Super Bowl contender again. Right? So I get it. But there's so much that goes into this. One, what are you gonna give up to get Kirk Cousins? They're not gonna give him up for free. He has a no trade clause. Is he gonna want to come over?
1: And then he just lost, I, he just lost his best receiver, so he, he may want to come over.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, he turned this down once already, though. Yeah. And then ultimately, it comes back to Zach Wilson. Now, I know people are like, that guy's never going to be the guy.
1: Fair enough. He may not be, but has he played on a team with these running backs? Has he played on a team with Garrett Wilson? Has he played on a team with this type of defense? Now, correct me if I'm wrong. There was a year, and and, ladies and gentlemen, I forget how far back because I don't follow the Vikings like that. He did have a great season, and then the defense was like ranked top five. So he has had a stellar defense that hasn't done shit with it before, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the same thing could happen. Championship, though. Yeah, I think that he, they went all the way up to that. I think that Kirk Cousins coming to New York, got it, and I can't believe we're talking about this. You have Aaron Rodgers in the wings saying that he could potentially be back by December. And I don't think we should even be having this conversation. A Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers should not be on the same team. If there is no possibility, if there is no possibility whatsoever 0.00% chance that Aaron Rodgers comes back this season you don't bring it then you could potentially bring in um Kirk Cousins but I think Zach Wilson against the shitty teams that are still left on your schedule can do enough to get you close enough that if Aaron Rodgers does show up in December gets you over the hump I'm just saying
0: if the Jets are still within striking distance of the playoffs and hypothetically, Aaron Rodgers... Even a wild card, back. right? Like that seventh which, wild which, card spot. Which, by, by the way, I, I don't I don't see it. I don't see Aaron Rodgers coming back. But let's say hypothetically it happens, right? Right. Because you always say it's not going to happen until it happens. Right. So let's say he comes back. If the Jets are within striking distance, does that mean that Zach Wilson played well enough to get them there? Yes, 100%. So do you take him out? You have to because it's Aaron Rodgers. Remember how we set that bar too low? But it's Aaron Rodgers uh, (laughs) coming back three months later after tearing his Achilles.
1: But there's no subbing the mentality that Aaron Rodgers has. There's no subbing the arm talent that Aaron Rodgers has. If he has gotten you within a game of that wild card and you have Aaron Rodgers prepping to come in week 18 and you need a win to get in, I'm throwing Aaron Rodgers into that fire right away. I would. You wouldn't. If there was like three or four games left in the season and somehow he came back,
0: all right. If it's one game, Zach Wilson just played the last 16 games mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. got us within a win of the playoffs. And then you're going to pull him for that last game. Right, 100%. And you're going ex- to experiment. It's like Put a pull up.
1: Put a, pull, a pull up. We need, to put a, we need to put a pull. We need to put a pull up on this one because I, 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 it's Aaron Rodgers. You know, and you know who the opponent is that last game? It's the Patriots. Yes.
0: So – and you already like know that? Zach Wilson. you already yeah. know Zach Wilson's yeah. track record
1: against the Patriots.
0: Yeah, no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I like Zach Wilson. Oh. I try I, I, yo go fight your demons, man. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> I, I, I don't see like even if Aaron Rodgers gets healthy, unless Zach Wilson is really crapping the bet, I wouldn't put him back in. And even at that point, if we're out of the playoffs, then I definitely wouldn't do it. Put it um over. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to put a we this, upload right.
1: this video and you put up the highlight clip. On on X whatever the fuck it's called now, uh, we need to put a poll up with it because I honestly feel that if it's week eighteen against the Patriots, you need one game, let's say nine to ten wins, to get into that final wild card spot. You have to throw Aaron Rodgers into the well, fire.
0: How often do you hear people talk about like, oh, he just came back from injury. He has to knock the rust off. That's it. You're gonna knock. The, you're
1: gonna play a rusty game week eighteen. It's the Patriots. It's the Patriots. It's not like they may be what wow. they may be. What? Well, how, how many wins do they have right now? One.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't
1: know. You guys, I think that you're the only team they've beat so far. How but fucking sad is that? They may be one in seventeen or one in sixteen yeah, one in by four. this point. They yeah. may be one in sixteen by that point, Danny. Bill Belichick may be fired by that point, Danny. It's you have to throw Aaron Rodgers into the flame.
0: To that point, you know what what I've heard which is the only reason I would want to look into uh,
1: Kirk Cousins. Hmm. I heard that the Patriots might be interested in Kirk Cousins. Oh, no. Oh, no. Take You remember how Gunny was like, do whatever you can to get Dalvin Cook away from Miami? Wait, yeah. If that happens, you better go get Kirk Cousins, bro.
0: <laughs> Who would have thought that? It would have been a good move for us if Dalvin Cook would have gone to Miami. Oh, man.
1: Oh, man. A-chan would have never seen the field. At least, All and right. if he would have, it would have been like 1% of snaps. Exactly. 1% exactly. of snaps. But let's so. go ahead, brother. We are moving All right. on. All right. So we got the Eagles.
0: Never beaten the Eagles in our history. God, I hate Philly. So uh, it, it's an interesting game because I think everybody's already chalked it up as a loss. Right? Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> so I, you included. Um, and I, I'm leaning that way also. Okay. But uh, I, I love numbers. Wait, you know what we
1: should do? We should, we should go back last year when you used that clip of me. When I said clip this. When I said there is absolutely zero fucking chance. Maybe if I say that again, maybe if I say that again, it will happen. But let's wait. Go ahead. Hit me with your numbers. So, I was looking into that Chiefs game, right? Yeah.
0: And the fact that the Jets let Zach Wilson throw the ball. And then we went to that Broncos game. And they just started running the ball, and they got away from the pass. So I was like, I wonder how this game is going to go, right? Because it seems like they're dictating their game plan towards how the defense is. The Chiefs, pass defense isn't that great. The Broncos run defense isn't that great. So I looked into the Eagles. Pass defense is not that great. I looked into the Eagles, and, okay, they beat – Oh, I just lost myself here. They beat the Lions. No, that's last year. I'm sorry. They beat the Patriots week one by five points. That's when the Patriots made that comeback that Mac Jones started balling. Yep. Then they beat the Eagles by six. The Eagles put – I'm sorry. They beat the Vikings by six. The Vikings scored 28. They beat the Buccaneers by two touchdowns. They beat the Commanders by a field goal in overtime. And they just beat the Rams, which the Rams were looking pretty good passing the ball at first, and then the Eagles clamped things down. They won by nine points. So, the Eagles haven't been necessarily blowing people out. No. And when you look, nobody's running on the Eagles. They have a stout front. Yes, they do. But they've allowed the fifth most passing yards by opposing
1: teams. Yep. Uh, Me, 308, right?
0: Uh, a game? I'm not sure. I, I couldn't tell you. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, the, I was looking at a game. The total. So you're not going to be running the ball very much. So Brees Hall, obviously, you have to run the ball to keep the defense honest. But I think this is a game much like the Chiefs game where it's like house money. We're supposed to lose this game. We're supposed to lose this game, so let's go ahead and let's throw the rock. And I think that there's a chance that Zach Wilson has uh, his opportunity to shine this game. Now, if he did it against the Chiefs, I understand that the Eagles have a better defense overall. Yep. But we're playing at home again. We're not playing in Philly. Right. We got the home crowd and house money. They don't have a great pass defense. So let's throw the rock. And I, I think that Zach Wilson has a chance to have one of those games, kind of like the Chiefs, only instead of not getting the ball back the last eight minutes of the game, he'll have a chance to win this game because he'll start slinging from the very first quarter, right? Because that game you started throwing it the ball around second quarter. I think that there's a chance that Zach Wilson can throw the ball around. I think the defense finally stands up from the beginning of the game. Cause that's been the issue. They start slow and then we're coming from behind. We're coming from behind. We start from the beginning, first quarter. I had to get the ball first. And usually you kick off first, right? That's how the, most teams do it. Now get the ball first, try to get points on that first drive, put the pressure on them. I'm feeling kind of good about this game. Oddly enough, up until now, I picked the Jets to beat the Bills. I was on the money. I beat the Cowboys to win. Again, correct. The only one that I've been off on was that Patriots game. And I think I'm going to be on this one. I think that the Jets can beat the Eagles. On top of everything else, the Eagles are undefeated. Mm -hmm. So it's it's almost like they're due, right? They might even be looking past us. And we've never beaten them. They're 12-0 against us. It's like one of those things where you just know that
1: eventually it has to happen. I think it happens on Sunday. Okay, so we're we're obviously not picking the game yet, but when I look at these stats, and it goes back to the comment that we had on the last video, they're like he said he wanted to see Zach Wilson throw for three hundred yards and three touchdowns in a game. If there was a week to do it, it's probably this week against the Eagles because one, you're probably going to be playing from behind. Two, they suck in the passing game, and I'm sorry, the correct number was they're giving up two hundred and forty seven two hundred four. They're averaging two hundred forty seven yards given up during the pass. Pass attempts are around 40. So if, if Zach Wilson's throwing the rock 40 times, you may lose this game. But I'm just saying. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, is this the game that Zach Wilson has the, hey, guys, I'm not a scrub game? You are at home. You mm-hmm. still have Garrett Wilson. You mm-hmm. still have Bree You could incorporate Bree into in, into the pass game because we already seen he's able to catch the rock and make something happen with it. So screen mm-hmm. passes or... Stay in and block, roll out, boom, I toss it to you. You do something with it. I'm not as optimistic as you, though, because do I want to see the Eagles go down? Sure, why not? They're 5-0. Fuck all undefeated teams. I want the 49ers to go down as well, but I don't see it happening this week, man. I'm not even slightly optimistic, not even a little bit optimistic. So, Danny, you could use it, man. There is no chance in hell that <laughs> you guys... Beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Book it. Book it, Danny. You can clip this video. Hopefully it happens for you back-to-back times, back-to-back years, but I I, I don't see a way that you, got, you guys stop the brotherly shove. Or you know what? Maybe Quentin Williams is the key to stop the brotherly shove. Because if there's anybody that penetrates offensive lines like no other, it's Aaron Donald and Quentin Williams. Pause. And... But, you know... The brotherly shove is going to happen at least sometime this game. Yeah, how, how honestly do you feel about that brotherly shove? Do you think it should be banned from the NFL? No. People have been talking about it on Twitter. I'm just curious. Do you, are are you on the side of banning this play? That's basically like 923 percent success rate. Are are you on the side of ban that shit?
0: No, I don't like banning it. Like, I, I figure out how to stop it. If it's working, figure out how to stop it. I'm sure it's going to be annoying as hell to watch because once they have a third and one, you know, that's what you know going what's going You I, know what's I happening. can't stop it, right. So I get it, but I don't think you should ban something just because they've gotten so good at it that you can't stop
1: it. I agree. So I agree. I think but that's I, not great. I, I'll go ahead and pick this game for you. Eagles 31, Jets 13. I picked the Eagles to win. Come into uh, Jet Life Stadium and get the dub and move to 6-0. And unfortunately, the Jets fall to 2-4. and four.
0: I think there's going to be a lot of talk. I'm going to go off on a little bit of tangent here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of talk after Sunday. Uh, or I'm sorry, leading up into Sunday about how the Dolphins are the class of the AFC. The reason I say that is that the Eagles play against the Dolphins next week. I think that it's very normal for professional athletes. And at that point, the Dolphins have already beat the Panthers earlier in the day. I think at that point, it's very natural to start thinking about next week's game. I think they're going to be thinking about the Dolphins' offense. How do we stop that? This is going to be almost like a trap game because they're thinking about the Dolphins already because that is the class of the AFC right now. And I think that they might be underestimating the Jets, much like a lot of the league is right now because of Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson played great against the Chiefs. Zach Wilson made plays against the Broncos when he had to. He did. I, I really do believe that he's going to come out throwing because we can't run the ball. Which he people. should.
1: Which he should, right. right.
0: So i thrown it on first down. Don't wait till third down, third and long to start passing the ball. And I think that we can hang with them. And I think even if for some reason we lose, I think that it'll be like the Chiefs' performance. We're like, you know what? We got done with that first six games of the season, and let's look forward because now things get a little more um, – a little calmer right it's that's not right it's
1: it's not it's not like a two and four you guys are out of the picture you guys still have at least another three games four games pushing it that you could lose before you're completely out of the picture so even if you do chalk this up to a loss i agree with you i think that zach wilson can hang especially with how weak they are on the offensive side of the ball but but is dj reed back this game we're hoping so. With that concussion protocol, I think he, he, I think he should be clear to play. Okay. And with with that, then you could you could match up against uh, AJ Brown right. and, and that's and why Locker. that's exactly why I asked that question because it is AJ Brown and Devontae Smith on that team, and those guys are a problem. I think the Jets defense is going to be up for
0: this task because I think that they know that a lot of people have been questioning them, and I think that this is going to be the game where they step up. And um, I'm going to pick the Jets to win. I'm going to pick them to big. Be- Twenty-seven twenty-four, wow. 27-24. i twenty-four. I'm gonna close game, and somehow the the Jets stop them on the on the yeah in the late in the fourth quarter. They're gonna be driving to at least tie the game or win you know, the game, and oh they God. make a stop. They make you a stop how, to to uh, clinch the win.
1: You know how amazing it would be that they need to do the bro- brotherly shove to win the game with like seconds left, and you guys stop it cause like a fumble or something and then take over at the one and you guys win the game. Oh, Oh my God. Talk about poetic
0: justice, man. Yeah. I, I don't know if we can stop that, but it would be beautiful. But it would all, be beautiful.
1: I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about
0: it. I, I, oddly enough. I don't know why I'm feeling pretty positive. And this is kind of how I
1: felt about that bills game last year. I, Usually I'm we pick together. Usually we pick together so far this week, as far as the wins and losses. But yeah, I think this is the first one we disagree. Hey, listen, I'm not disagreeing because I, I don't believe in Zach Wilson. I'm, I, I just think there's too many positives going into for the Eagles side of it than there is the Jets. The only positive, like you said, it's house money. Everybody's chalking it up to a loss. So go out there. Let Zach Wilson sling in Nathaniel Hackett. Open up the playbook like if it was Aaron Rodgers in there. And the only way you're going to be able to make a right determination of what you have in Zach Wilson is by letting him be free. Let him be that kid from BYU that we saw him slinging it all over the field. I think he has a potential of being able to, come away the, with at least a good game if if Nathaniel Hackett opens up the playbook for
0: him. I agree. I, they, they've been conservative at times, but like I said, that Chiefs game showed me that they're okay letting him loose. And last week, that third down play where they probably shouldn't have passed it, they could have just ran the ball with Brees Hall, they passed it, it got picked off. Like That that was them trusting in Zach. I think they trust him. Right. I think they, they're going to put the game back in his hands, and I think that's going to work out for them. So, we'll see. Uh, any final
1: thoughts, Mr. Beard? Um, I, man, go Zach Wilson. I'm, 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 listen, I'm hoping for you. I'm hoping for you because I think that, especially what I've seen in press conferences so far this year, I like the way he's talked. I like the way he sounded. He seems like he's maturing. You know, he's, I think he's still like 23 years old. Um, But he he sounds like he's maturing and I'm, and I'm excited, man. I'm excited that he could potentially show Jet fans and the rest of the world, like the Rodney Harrisons of the world, um, that he's not a scrub. And that he can put a good game together. And I, and I think that this game it has the potential for that. I agree. I think this is one of those games that afterwards you're like, oh man, Zach Bolson? Maybe Even we if you lose. Right. Even if you lose and he looks good, that's a positive. Right. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. I think that there's a chance that this is one of those games that you look back on and like, okay, this is coming out party if we win. Right? Because the Chiefs was a technically a coming out party, but you lost. It's like what could have been. But if right. he wins this game, it's that like coming out party. And And I I feel oddly optimistic. So let's see how that goes. All right. Well, if you are listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to the whole episode. Go ahead leave five stars, comment, review, all that good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube and you listened all the way to the end, thank you for joining us. Please like and subscribe. And as always, until the next one, have a good one.